The temps are warmer, you've mowed the lawn, and maybe even turned on the AC a time or two. It's definitely spring. So SpI.com is having their spring sale. Log on now and get local deals up to 50% off before they're gone. SpI.com. This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Let's say good morning to Frank Ball, a chairperson, among other things that he has to do, chairperson of the Springfield Abraham Lincoln Airport Authority. Hello, Frank. How are you? Good morning, Sam. You? Uh, How are fi- you? Fine, thank you, sir. Bring me up to date. Uh, is all the construction in the main terminal? And I'm remarked last two or three times I've been in there. It looks fantastic. As far as you know, all the construction, or is there going to be more construction at Capital Airport in, in the near future? Well, nothing that'll be major and, and noticeable. It's always the, the punch list, the last last minute things. The contractor's got to, you know, put a piece of a wall, wall over here, or screw in here, or or repaint some walls, that that type of stuff. How about, okay, we uh, June 1, uh, America ended uh, their flight to Dallas out of Springfield. I think a lot of people found that very, very popular. If not only going to Dallas, but also to connect, especially if you're going west. Do they give you a reason? Do they give, um, you know, Mark, a reason that they're going to pull out? Or do they just say, we've decided to end this route? Well, the, the the reason is that, that people don't fill the seats. Okay, and they're they're a businessman just just like everybody else. And but what they gave us though was 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 kind of a blessing. Is they gave us two flights to Chicago, which we never had before. I we've had them away in the past, but United pulled out. But now you can go to Chicago in the morning and in the afternoon. So we didn't we didn't really lose seats. We lost the destination. So is United still in the airport, or, or have they also terminated their relationship? They have they have terminated as of now. Pulled out there at a hiatus. We're we're working with them like we do with other major airlines all the time to see what it would take to get them to come back. But the, the final answer is money, and if fuel prices are up and labor prices are up and pilot shortages are a major problem. So we're uh, we're, we're uh, not a large uh, a ridership, so it's not uh, attractive to the uh, for-profit companies. But the, the 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 fixed wing operator still doing very well. I call him Garrett. It's not Garrett anymore. It's the place where they're rehabbing the planes. The military presence Dollar. that is still very very important, is it not? To the to Capitol Airport. Oh, absolutely. Stellar, Stellar ended up, uh, or not ended up, but contacted the Department of Defense. When they shuttle jets across country, they have to schedule fueling, naturally. And uh, Scott Air Force Base, for some reason, has a uh, strict policy that your your uh, arrival time is, uh, is 2.22 p.m. And if you don't make it there, they won't let you in. Mm. So Stellar has it. Uh, so we see military jets in there quite a bit. Uh, about a month and a half ago, we had 18 or 16 F-18s come in and fuel. That was thousands of gallons of fuel that, that we at the airport, because we're the fuel supplier, and Stellar made some pretty good money on. Uh, Frank Bala, is it a challenge for all 
regional airports, what's going on right now, the shortage of pilots, the cost of fuel, and and passengers are just literally shopping around and so on. I don't understand if you can save $50 to go out of St. Louis. It makes no sense to me. Why wouldn't you choose Springfield? But but having said that, is this a challenge for all regional airports? Springfield's not all by itself in this boat, are we? Oh, this is this is nationwide. Uh, uh, American, American alone has totally eliminated 71 regional airport destinations. So there's there's uh, there's uh, like uh, Kalamazoo, Michigan. Uh, it just don't have flights anymore. We we are the capital, but we just we don't have the industry and the and the uh, people that don't have the uh, discretionary money to go on vacations like you used to. So we just we don't fill the seats. We're not. We're not Peoria with Caterpillar. We're not Bloomington with, with State Farm Insurance. We don't have that type of uh, customer base. Frank, I, I just somebody texted me. I didn't. Uh, Allegiant ended the, uh, the the flight to Mesa. Is that right? Again, do they give any reason or just say, well, the reason is you bought it, you just said, just not enough passengers to make it worthwhile? They they work on on a, on a profit too, and they, uh, they have not cut Mesa. They they sometimes. Uh, on the slow periods, uh, discontinue it for uh, a month or two. I see. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah, and this would be a, a slow period, obviously. Frank Ballow is visiting with us. All right. Uh, every time I re- not every time, but often I'm reading where you uh, giving money to this cause, that cause, whatever. I know you just stepped to the plate with, I think, $500,000 for Destiny Church out on North 6th Street, part of the old Ursuline Academy, Benedictine property, and so on. How often are you? How often do people knock on your door? And and what do, what? How do you determine who you're going to help uh, with your benevolency, if you will? Who you're going to help, and and your who you're going to say uh, maybe not this time. Well, it's a, it, first of all, it wasn't Destiny Church; it was the Dream Center. I'm sorry, Dream Center. Which yes, a, which, which which is a private private entity that uh, Destiny Church has some involvement in. Yeah. Okay. But as but as far as, as far as choosing, it's very difficult. Uh, you know, of course, naturally we got the the politicians out there always wanting money. But uh, Linda, Linda and I, for years, have, have always uh, always wanted to really, really help the, the people that are just on hard times, people that are trying their best, but but just just can't do it. And like St. Pat's School has, has been one of our our favorites. We. We've been doing things years for years with them. The the dream center that Linda and I decided to, to invest in is is going to be just that. It's going to be a, a dream center. What do you want? And if and if we can do it in that building, we'll do it. It's uh, 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 right now we got the barbers. Not none of these are barbers or schools. They're introduction to what it means to be a barber or an electrician. Or a, or a carpenter. We're not competing with the unions. We're not we're not competing with with uh, Lincoln Land or anybody else. We're just giving people a taste of what your life could be if you in, got interested in that that particular line of work. We also we also have a, a classrooms for uh, parents who work but do homeschooling. So they have desks, chairs, uh, uh, boards to write on. Uh, those those type of things. The uh, uh, memorial, the Memorial Hospital, uh, uh, the uh, School of Urology, SIU School of Urology uh, head is is Dr. Brad Schwartz, who was a neighbor of mine, 
and 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 a good friend. And uh, probably a couple years ago, I had uh, I had some problems like all of us old men have, and and I was in there. And and uh, Dr. Schwartz had mentioned to me that he was the only non-endowed chair of SIU. So Linda, so Linda and I went uh, and discussed it. And we come back and uh, we worked a, worked a deal through the Memorial Foundation, and we established the, the Frank and Linda Valor Chair of Urology. We gave uh, 1.1 million in cash and 1.1 million in land to Memorial and and to uh, SIU together. And uh, Linda, Linda and her twin sister Wanda's. Uh, brother uh died after after seven months and so they dedicated a, a room at st john's hospital less than a month ago called a, a serenity room in his, in his uh, children's uh, hospital there at st john mm-hmm. and it's a uh, it's a room dedicated only to to parents and family who, who face a tragedy of the loss of their child or something it's not a not a waiting room or anything else it's a nice room with a with electric fireplace for us, you know, for calming and couches and chairs and stuff like that. But it's only open to those people that want to just grieve by themselves. What a little time to, to to try to get their composure before they have to have to go on with their details. But uh, I uh, like, like you said earlier, Sam, the demands are, are unbelievable of, of of what people would like. Uh, <clears throat> you you remember the. Uh, uh, the Leland, Leland House and, the, and the, the protest that the people had on me that I I should have spent millions of dollars to restore it to let people walk through it and and all of that. Well, you know, there, there some some people dream and some people get things done. And I, my our decision was to just uh, demolish the house because it would would have cost them millions of dollars to bring it back. And we donated the the uh, summer kitchen to. The park district, and so part of part of the Leland Mansion is is in Washington Park now. Uh, you know, for for years, uh, uh, Dr. Jack Pfeiffer and uh, Tom Kushak, your your competition, yep. and and I and I created the uh, Cruise for Charity. Valco Cruise for Charity, exactly. Twenty twenty three years, and it's and it, it's kind of it's kind of ironic. The the first first donation was the was the first bedroom in the Ronald McDonald House. Hmm. Didn't and then know. through all all of the years of, of other things, everything had to be local. But the uh, last thing we did was the money left when we decided it was it it was we were just too old to run it anymore. Was the first donation to uh, 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 the park, the, the new park, Southwind Park. Southwind Park, right? All right. Frank Valla visiting with us. Frank, let's talk for a couple minutes. Let's talk a little politics. Uh, since we have talked <laughs> sure. on air, uh, city election. What what was the issue? One or two issues that 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 Misty Busher was able to establish, in your estimation, able to establish with the voting public, where she was able to beat a two-term incumbent. What about her campaign resonated with the voters? Well, I I think it's her campaign was was actually a clean, factual campaign, but. The uh, competition that she had, Langfelder, had stumbled and made so many mistakes that it was kind of kind of easy to just keep beating on him. And uh, I did uh, I did some uh, stuff personally 
people think that I, I do this up because it's a personal feeling. I do, I do it for what's right. I mean, look at look at look at the mess that we have right now that we're that Mayor Bush is going to have to straighten out. We got that eight million dollars over promise to the Wyndham a, a, a fire truck that we designed that won't fit under the bridge to go to the Capitol. One one point one million dollars. The, uh, uh, the the problem with the uh, the mayor deciding to uh, uh, defer and, and uh, recate our sales tax on aviation fuel that the federal law belongs it belongs to the airport authority. This uh, this has been going on. And Mike Houston started that diversion of the sales tax money, and then Mike Mike Houston got on the airport board and uh, was chairman of the finance committee and failed to. Re- notify the finance committee that hey by the way your sales tax money is being diverted so uh we uh, eventually agreed after many many letters and attorneys that it's time for the airport authority to uh take some legal action and so when the uh, the, the press got a hold of it the illinois times i mean they interviewed members they, they interviewed mike houston and mike said well well sure i have a fiduciary responsibility to for the board and, and all, all the other empty promises. And when it comes time to vote for uh, retaining a legal counsel, he votes uh, present. So, uh, you know, fighting both sides of the airport authority is is tough. Jim, Jim Langfelder doesn't, didn't, doesn't understand that, that the airport board is, their authority is to appoint members, just like the public elects a person. After that, they don't tell it. We're, we're the same as a same as a municipality or anything else. The same taxing rights, uh, uh, budgeting, uh, all of that stuff. We we run a a property. We we rent out our hangars. We 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 run the airport as a business. A third of our money is tax. A third of it is money we generate from uh, hangar rental and and uh, those type of things and uh, landing fees. And a third of it is is grants from. Uh, like Senator Durbin has, has, has been our godfather, as far as I'm concerned, he's 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 done a great job of, of assisting us with with federal grants. But the airport job is a is a difficult job, and the the two guys that, that we have in, in senior staff are just just outstanding. Uh, Frank, did you support? And I think you, well, you've made this clear. In in 2015, when Jim Langfelder ran, I think against Paul Palazzolo, and then in 2019 against Frank Edwards. Did you support Jim Langfelder in either of those campaigns? Okay. To, to clarify that, Please. after Jim Langfelder was elected, yes, his his campaign treasurer was a strong acquaintance of mine. Okay. And he he was having a fundraiser, and he said, could you help me? So, yes, I gave $500 to the Langfelder campaign after he was elected. Okay. Not 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 against him when Frank was running. Did, did he ever? Uh, did Mayor Langfelder ever tell you personally what his issue was with you and why he wanted to replace you as chairman of the of the board at the airport? He told me in in writing that it was time to take the airport in a new direction, and that he wanted Mike Houston to be the chair. Well, first of all, he doesn't have the power to make that decision, and uh, secondly, he didn't he didn't count his votes. But I told him 
mayor, you can't run the city. Why are you telling me that you want to bring in Mike Houston, who uh, who was your previous mayor, and we're still resolving his problems? So where where does Mike Houston fit in there as uh, as the chair? And uh, in 2020, uh, I uh, ended up in a tie, and by law, I got to stay. And then in 2021 and 2022, and hopefully in 2023, I'll have a unanimous uh, re-election. We'll see. Uh, how challenging is it when people say, I mean, somebody explained, and maybe it was a director named Bob O'Brien who first used this, said, Sammy says, the airport really has no control over what United American Allegiant charges for tickets. He said, they just rent space. He says, it's like renting space at the mall. He said, the mall ownership cannot tell the stores what to charge for their product or service. He said, same thing with us. We can suggest to them maybe be a little more competitive, especially against a Bloomington or Peoria. But he said, we really have very little control over what they charge. Is that correct, Frank Valla? We have absolutely no control. It's, it is a for-profit company that comes in there, and if they, uh, if they get enough seats filled to make money they stay if not they leave but we uh we collect landing fees from from them we collect uh for american and allegiant we do the baggage handling and the ticket sales so we get we get the revenue for that but uh other than uh, other than that it's just how do how do we do we keep the airport clean do we do we have a good safe runways all of that stuff but Nothing nothing on the pricing or, or the destinations. Very good. Frank Ballot, it's always a pleasure to talk to you, my friend. Uh, and again, first and foremost, thanks for what you do for this community and how do you help a number of people out, especially those in need. Uh, that, that is special. Thanks for your time and effort. Appreciate it. Okay, thank you. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.